0: is bitterly sponsored by Caliban Meat for those without the time to read ingredients labels. Monsoon Jackson Series 1 Episode 6 Elijah Elijah was busy making the apartment look habitable. It wasn't in a mess, but Elijah had to make a fuss. He wanted everything to be just that little bit better before Monsoon arrived home. The cushions plumped just so, the high culture hollow in the right order, the viewer adjusted to Monsoon's preferred depth of pixels. Everything had to be just so. It was important Monsoon saw the man Elijah wanted him to see. At the last moment he remembered the scented candles Monsoon was forever buying him. That Elijah was forever finding ingenious ways to get rid of. He lit the candles round the rim of the bath. From a distance, it looked like the room was on fire. Elijah made a mental note. This time he'd tell Monsoon. He just wasn't that into scented candles. Then, inevitably, the home comms trilled its default tone. Five thousand ring options, but eventually, inevitably... You get bored and go back to the default. An image formed above it. It was Monsoon. And he had that look on his face. The look that said sorry. The look that said, I have to stay on this investigation. The face that flecked traces of guilt and sincerity around in a whirl of emotion. Elijah was aware how Monsoon only used real emotion around him. For everyone else, it was stage managed. Monsoon did not realise how much Elijah really knew him. With some reluctance, Elijah pressed his throat comms. Hey! That was all that really needed to be said. The rest was just comfort. They both already knew how this would go. And yet, they couldn't resist. Much like people who started conversations with, I don't need to say this, but... Then spend the first ten minutes saying it. It was human addiction to play out dialogue where everyone already knew how it would end. Monsoon tried to make for his best sorry smile. I'm sorry, Elijah. I really am. There's been a break in the case. We tracked the subject to Oberon. We need to transit there before he moves again. Monsoon absentmindedly touched the air in front of him, which, to Elijah, always looked like a prisoner in those old shows touching the glass. Elijah raised his hand to match Monsoon's. Despite the millions of miles between them, for a moment... They were connected. I should be home in a few days. Once we have him, I'll call you. I promise. And that was it. Monsoon had advised his decision. No negotiation, no opportunity for Elijah to remonstrate with him. And why would he? It wasn't as if wanting Monsoon home outranked his job. It wasn't as if maintaining their relationship could ever be more important than the endless stampede of criminals. Anyway, Elijah was stronger than that. Elijah checked himself. He smiled back at Monsoon. "'You have to go. Stay safe. Call me as soon as you can.' Monsoon smiled in return. They both knew it was superficial, but it made them feel better. "'I'll bring you back some scented candles. Apparently, Oberon have a new range of meteor-inspired scents.' The screen flicked off before Elijah could react. "'Not more damn candles?' Elijah had first met Monsoon at some unnecessary art exhibition. It was entitled Rare Earth and presented works using ancient techniques such as paint and crayons. The rooms were filled with work inspired by planet Earth, from blank canvases to those with some randomly coloured squares in one corner. They all apparently represented the artist's vision of planet Earth. Elijah was very clear on what he thought they represented, but as the invite had been free and the refreshments weren't that bad, he kept his opinion to himself. Elijah was working his way through a rather pleasant Venusian red, which he had strategically placed behind some of the table decorations. The date for this event was not working out. When they first met in the club, he'd seemed ideal. He smiled a lot and laughed at Elijah's jokes, but here, in the cold, harsh light of an art exhibition, he just wasn't all that. Elijah looked around for him, Where the hell was he? Why had he dragged him along to this event only to leave Elijah alone with the wine? Although really, that was preferable. There was a commotion from the next room. Elijah refilled his glass and wandered over with the herd. Well, he hadn't been expecting that. His date was on the floor, struggling with a rather easy-on-the-eye trainee Solar Force officer the officer pulled the now-detained Date's arms round and slapped the cuffs on, all under the watchful eye of his training officer. Over the years, all manner of replacements had been tried. Hollow bracelets, but their batteries were prone to failure. Laser girdles, where some had unfortunately cut into the detainee and, on a few compensation-heavy cases, removed biological items. Nerve restraints, which had sadly killed a few people. And so, the Solar Force had returned to the classic design, Plus, the 75,000 volts they would emit if you tried to remove them or run away, that addition had been most effective. Even when the news had reported their first deployment at a large demonstration, the area teeming with people wriggling around on the floor like freshly caught fish, The well-meaning justice watch groups had raised their concerns, and those in charge had decided to ignore them. Over time, most would stop struggling once the cuffs were on. It became easier to spot persistent re-offenders with the burnt scarring around their wrists. And that wasn't a compensation claim. That was your own fault for struggling. The Solar Force officer dragged Elijah's date to his feet. Surprisingly, he then pushed him off to another officer and barked some orders. That took some bravery from a trainee. But then, Elijah wasn't really listening. He was lost in his eyes. The Solar Force officer scanned the room, at first missing Elijah's gaze. But, on the second pass, he stopped. Then, he smiled back at Elijah. Despite himself, Elijah felt the thrill rush through his body. He knew that smile. The Solar Force officer walked over to Elijah. Elijah prepared himself. He whispered an instruction to himself. Be cool. Just be cool. Don't say anything dumb. The Solar Force officer smiled again and stood in front of him. Monsoon Jackson, Solar Force officer. I understand you know the man we've just arrested. Elijah's smile drained. This did not sound like an encouraging direction. Um, well, sort of... It's our, well, was, I suppose, our second date? He invited me to this event. Monsoon stared at Elijah as if processing him. Have you enjoyed it? The question caught Elijah off guard. He was expecting some terrible tale of how he'd just escaped the clutches of a known mass murderer. It's, well, I suppose... No, not really... Monsoon smiled at him. ''I expect you're about to ask why we've arrested him.'' Elijah wasn't. He'd already forgotten about him and was focused on the six-foot, solidly-built gem of a man in front of him. He could be so shallow sometimes. Monsoon mistook the silence for interest. He was having a disagreement with one of the artists. Unfortunately, that particular artist is the son of Councillor Bell. Everyone knew that name. Bell had made his money in dubious building contracts. Dubious being the polite, lawyer-friendly version of responsible for corporate manslaughter through cheap materials and negligence. Indeed, it was only due to him having access to the most expensive lawyers that Council Officer Bell's career had grown and he was now part of the Jupiter elite. If you tried to sue him for the death of your spouse, his winged monkey lawyers would surround you, throw various legal mechanics at you until you drowned, not waved, under the paperwork. But he wasn't doing anything unlawful, and, therefore, the solar force had a duty to protect him. Bell would become one of the many reasons Monsoon eventually lost his faith as an officer. Elijah noticed the conversation had stalled. He mentally kicked himself, show some interest in the date that's just been arrested, trying to at least seem normal. What's going to happen to him? This time Monsoon was caught unawares. He was drinking in this member of the public. They clearly looked after themselves and no doubt enjoyed the finer things in life, like scented candles. Monsoon pulled himself together. He checked. The training officer was distracted elsewhere. Depends on his father's mood. He may just pay a fine for causing a disturbance or find himself at the hell face and jail time. Either way, you might want to consider alternative dates for the time being. Council Officer Bell tends to include those closest if he decides to exact revenge. Elijah nodded. He tried to suppress his fear. Hell face. Even the most innocent person had heard of Pluto's special level within its prison infrastructure. Monsoon couldn't believe he had just shared that. Why was he telling a complete stranger things in confidence and he sensed it was a wrong call? Of course, this won't go any further. Nothing for you to worry about. In a rare moment of bravery, Elijah took a chance. Are you free? That was a clumsy attempt. Elijah mentally kicked himself again. It had sounded much cooler in his head. He waited for the patronising retort. I am. Elijah looked up. Monsoon smiled back at him. A kind smile that, over time, Monsoon would lose. Elijah tapped his finger twice to his neck. Monsoon copied this action. There was a short beep and they were paired. Call me in a few days. I have some duties to clear, but after that, I've got some free time. Elijah nodded and walked slowly backwards. He felt a bit breathless. Honestly, man, this was not your first date, but this was something different, something more. He resisted clutching his hands together. Elijah walked back on air to his hidden stash of wine. Unfortunately, the catering staff had worked him out. The bottles were missing and back on the central table. He didn't care. A few days and spending time with Monsoon. He couldn't wait. Fortunately, as Elijah would have to get used to, a few days turned into a few weeks. But this was his first experience. He began to worry. Maybe Monsoon was a jerk. He was playing him. Elijah started to prepare his emotions for disappointment. Then Monsoon rang him. Sorry, case more complicated than he realised. Training officer wanted him to push himself harder. Had to travel. Was definitely free tomorrow. How about a film? Elijah agreed without hesitation, and there it was Elijah's first date with Monsoon at the Del Toro Film and Chips Theatre. It was tacky, but a place Elijah had grown up around. It cosseted him, made him feel empowered, gave him courage. The first date went well. It went really well. They just clicked. Similar moderate views, love of old fashioned detectives, disdain of modern shows. What on earth was that latest reality show trying to achieve? Young people crafting vegetables into the shape of the caged animal in front of them before said caged animal forced the cage open and ate them. All to win a small pile of credits. Still, it was more watchable than that last one, where young people had to walk through a shop using the minimum number of steps to get the selected items and win a holiday. When Sandra had chosen the wrong aisle for the butternut squash, The gasp from the audience made Elijah feel quite unnecessarily violent towards them. Then, in a rush of emotion and lust, the evening was over. Despite Elijah trying to convince his less-than-charitable friends he was not easy, the date ended in exertion. Some quite impressive exertion at that. As they lay together, Elijah knew Monsoon was the one. Unbeknownst to him, Monsoon felt the same way. Over the next few months, each sporadic date brought them closer. Slowly but surely, meshed their lives together. With no planning, they were living together, despite Elijah's friends warning him not to rush into something with a Solar Force officer. Here they were, sharing their time and loving every moment, much as they loved each other. And they lived in the moment, never in the past. What had been was history. Monsoon would not speak of his family and, in turn, never asked Elijah about his. He knew Elijah came from a wealthy background, but, in credit to him, he had left that behind. Had told his mother he was making his own life, that who she was would never be him. He would be different, better, kinder. Pain was born out of growing up with selfish parents, but it was never a topic explored in detail. It was only in his work that once brought Monsoon close to one of Elijah's relations. And he never told Elijah. Other than that, they lived happily wrapped around each other. No one else was needed. Nothing was expected of anyone else. It was a perfect oasis that suited them both. And even when, every so often, the question of the past arose... Neither could be bothered to pursue it beyond some meaningless vagaries. What was the point? It added nothing to the relationship and would only generate clutter and unnecessary concerns. Better to live in the moment, the now, and to look forward. Because the shadows behind were not somewhere you really wanted to look. Elijah would be the first to admit that Monsoon's job no doubt helped keep the relationship fresh. It wasn't so much absence making the heart grow fonder, than absence preventing cabin fever. So when they were together, it was like they were still near the beginning, that pleasant period of discovery, before the harsh reality of finding the toothpaste lid left off again gave you the urge to kill. In the brief holidays the Solar Force allowed, they travelled. It broadened the mind. They visited a range of colonies, acquiring a diverse range of tat that filled the apartment walls. And when they weren't quick enough to book a holiday, the few friends they had not managed to alienate would visit. The friends would then spend the entire length of their visit trying to come up with new ways of asking if the two of them were going to make things official. Naturally, the more they asked, the more Monsoon and Elijah resisted. They were quite happy just being, being together. Monsoon checked himself. He had to find Elijah. Had to rescue him unharmed. That was his job. He would make the time to explain the shadows of his life he had kept hidden from Elijah. It wasn't to protect him. Elijah didn't need that. And whatever Elijah had been told, Monsoon would explain. He wouldn't pretend it was nothing. He would be his real self, despite the cost of that. And if Elijah was already dead... Monsoon's hand gripped Mary Jane. If Elijah was dead, then he would tear worlds apart, kill everyone involved. This was more than love. Elijah was his one, his only one. If they had deprived him of that experience, then he would deprive them. Elijah was not part of this. But since they had made him so, then Monsoon would make them part of his world. His dark, unpleasant, unforgiving, nightmarish world. One way or another, Lisa Tors had to die. You have been listening to Monsoon Jackson, created and written by Andy Case for Leet Motif Productions. It. The narrator, Monsoon Jackson, was voiced by Cameron K. McEwen. Other characters were voiced by Michelle Duncan and Cameron K. McEwen. The adverts were voiced by Heather Dent The Story. All names, characters and incidents portrayed in this production are fictitious. Copyright 2018